0: Welcome to watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about season one episode. No, sorry. Season three, episode one. Parche Domine. Uh, Aaron, what'd you think of this episode? Uh,
1: I thought it was a good. it's, It's what it needed to do. It needed to establish the world that they had hinted about, but we'd never even really seen uh what the world of like what 40 years into the future is going to look like mm-hmm. um and there wasn't a lot of things that i found objectionable um <laughs> Uh, Other than the fact that, like, there's just so many layers and so many layers of of things to understand and peel and graffiti and tunnels. And we only have
0: the tiniest
1: breadcrumbs of that trail so far. Right. And my job is is the Sisyphean task of unraveling this as it's happening. And, boy... Boy, I don't know why we're do I don't know why we all as the internet does this to ourselves. When we I think when we agreed last season we'd probably be happier with the product overall if we just let it wash over us, but we're doing it again once more yeah. into
0: the breach, my friends. Let's uh let's just all agree right now that we will wait nine more weeks and then everybody will just binge watch this thing yes. after it's out, right? Yes. Then we can all be happy. Yes. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I thought the world building is fantastic. I and mean, this is kind of what I've been waiting to see from Westworld. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of really cool ideas. I, yes. I went down a rabbit hole in the limbic system uh, in my research because they have these limbic tabs that we'll talk about. There's, I, did, I, I did some brain research myself, some cracked open the
1: Bible a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had to on this episode. The thing is, is this is a... Uh, this the bones of the show are really strong like bernard and uh uh, dolores are just really well sketched characters at this point we know we've seen them Mm -hmm. in a lot of crazy situations now we get to see what they do on the outside world we know what they want we know what they want we know what their goals are um and that's kind of neat and caleb is a blank slate but you can see that he has a lot in common with like dolores's experience in fact Uh, Throughout this episode, they reinforce the idea that he is on this kind of loop. Mm -hmm. You know, they just just like in season one, seeing Dolores wake up and smile and go back. He wakes up and same shot. Exactly. So, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that resonates with a lot of people to today that feel like they're, they're stuck on this loop, that there's nothing they can do to better their own existence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think these are, uh, th- there's a lot of this stuff that's kind of, you know, resonant themes. Um, and I'm really curious to see how they play out. Uh, now that you've got like lots of people, Lots of uh, lots of A.I. Well, actually, it's the opposite. And you've got you've got many more real people. Like Dolores says, mm-hmm. she's the the last of her kind, which isn't even literally true <laughs> from, true, from but... her point of view. Yeah. But, you know, maybe she's talking about last of the murderous uh, <laughs> massacring robots <laughs> okay. kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all going to be about uh, recruiting allies and, and seeing who can can win. Uh, and that's really exciting versus just the binary of can a host wake up and escape the park or not it's it's inherently yeah. more interesting this season i think
0: i think so especially when it sort of felt like a retread a little bit in season two uh-huh. because we had had that theme for such a long time in the show now we're opening up mm-hmm. um, and i'm super excited about it uh i i don't know i i'm i thought this episode was really good and i'm excited to see what happens in the next episode me too all right, well, let's talk about this one. Um, we start off with some a sequence that is kind of spaced out through the episode, and I think we eventually come to understand that these are sort of the Rehoboam registering Dolores' actions because they sort of peek around her, or or host actions, things that it can't predict. Yeah. Um, there's this big this sphere that they show with all these sort of uh, orbiting blobs um, and then these spikes that say divergences you Uh, know um, anomalies anomalies things like that and one of them this first one is in china yeah uh i don't know exactly how we're supposed to analyze that there's a lot of thought on that on the internet currently
1: it seems like i think you're right on like last year they asserted that hosts are unlike humanity like this so there's a couple things that you got to buy in to understand the show number one that humans are deterministic like from the time of the big bang Mm All of our electronic impulses, all of our biological growth, all that stuff is defined by the physical rules of the universe, and we're all just executing our, our plans.
0: And if you had an artificial intelligence, say, in a dome shape, yeah. you could probably predict all that. You could
1: predict it down to, so so like we could yeah. become very easy to commoditize, very easy to manipulate, very easy to manage. Uh, but the host, for some reason, because they are not this analog device that's brains are governed by uh, the physical laws of the universe somehow... They can break those loops. They can make actual genuine decisions. They can step outside themselves and have thoughts yeah. that don't go along with with predictions and,
0: and reprogram themselves when they yeah get, like just sit down and like do it like you would a website right and right. just
1: reprogram it yeah there's a there's a there's a flaw here in my thinking I can I can just fix it I yeah. don't I don't have to like be a slave to my biology so that's that's what they're selling here and Re- Rehoboam is, is is seeing these these actions as a divergence from the plan. Mm.
0: Uh, then we get to the first scene, which is a German investor in Delos wants to sell off his stock after the massacre in Westworld. And he tells his hollow assistant to get it done. I I think this is a real person, but they're remotely communicating.
1: It could be, although we have the technology today to deepfake a, a, a real person. Yeah. Like, and, and, and the fact the that crucially... uses
0: it later, I think, to me, says that hmm. these are physical people. Hmm. yeah this
1: could be i was just saying that like francis uh uh caleb's friend when he first takes the call he has the option to take it voice or uh, uh video yeah so it could be just a purely ai concert but he says, and we need to watch that
0: we need to because yes. if, if they're going to fuck with us anywhere it's going to be on the identity level yes. um and this is one of those places where yeah. This fiction meets reality in weird yeah. ways. No,
1: they're playing with their cards. <laughs> they're playing with their cards face up on the table. It's just that their cards are holograms that can change shape because they just told right. us that a person could put on a, gla- a glasses that, mm-hmm. from our perspective, watching our 4K devices at home, we cannot distinguish between reality. Yeah. So that could happen again and again and again. So be suspicious of everyone you Everything. see wearing glasses. Yes.
0: Yes. And uh, keep in mind that we're all in the simulation. <laughs> all right uh later that night dolores shows up to make him pay for his sins and get secret information about this company insight incorporated yeah uh so one of the things that i had to look up and i very quickly uh found that i'm out of my depth when reading about it, is the human brain um and and specifically the limbic system because he very prominently uh sort of takes a digital melatonin yeah um in this episode when he's trying to go to sleep he puts something in his mouth hits his uh tablet and says six hours or whatever uh-huh so apparently that is um an insight product if you go to ins i think it's insight uh-huh yeah, it's um, another one
1: of these viral marketing sites.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of the Dallas uh, one. Now they got an insight. Yeah, third screen experiences. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, if you go to their website, they they have like a spiel about the whole thing, where essentially you get this implant that's in the roof of your mouth. It's just this metal implant that interfaces directly with your olfactory nerve, hmm. and these tabs um, that they're putting in their mouths send coded electrical signals to that implant which goes directly into your brain to sort of trigger your emotional response mm. and they have different varieties of these things like mellow sunset um full-on psychotic break soaring <laughs> eagle yeah full-on psychotic yeah. break <laughs> if you had to design an insight tab what, what flavor would it be uh, i think i'd go with like i don't know the rocket league victory that sounds like a good one <laughs> Uh,
1: the rage virus zombie. Uh, I yeah, I don't I don't know because like it seems like the things I struggle with are getting to sleep and uh, being yeah. productive. So the uh, the the calming sunset soaring eagle sounds like a nice one two combo for me.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's the thing. It's it's essentially just changing your mental state. It's sure. give, it's making you feel a mood.
1: And uh, it stands to reason if Insight Product can write something into your mental emotional state, they could probably read. Yeah, the same thing. So this is um, I'm wondering if these implants, this is something I, I, I put in my written review, which we're doing this year. I'm doing a written review, um, uh, probably Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, but I think this we're going to understand my, my theory, my speculation is we're going to understand that these are essentially the same as the hats or the halos that were in Westworld, where it's constantly right. reading host data. These people putting the into your mouth. Um,
0: as allowing them to read and write things to your brain surreptitiously. It almost have to be because I I yeah. was looking at this episode going, how is Insight how is Rehoboam getting the information that it uses to predict the behavior of humans? Yeah, because I, I don't think that you get a full accounting of the human spectrum when you simply monitor people's traffic on their phones yeah. or or have security cameras trained on them or listen to them right. in their homes via you know smart devices. Sure. But you could if you interface directly with their brain. Yeah, on a regular now, basis. And especially if you're feeling their emotions, uh-huh. you're recording their emotions. I think that's pretty valuable as well. Yeah, because it puts context to their actions. Absolutely. Um, the, the limbic system also, I found out, is sort of connected tenuously or theoretically with dreams. Um, and and there's a theory, there's some talk about this, um, how dreams are sort of... I don't know if this is super well accepted but i read like a scientific report on this thing Uh a published paper about how dreams could potentially be um the brain's way of rehearsing dangerous situations because there's a there's a correlation between the people who the amount of dreams that are sort of danger or threat related um in people who live in dangerous or hostile environments Mm. um, they tend to have more of those dreams so there's a loose correlation between like the, limbic, the the dreams that they have and the situations they're in, and the limbic system is sort of very active during REM sleep, also very active when you're feeling an emotional response. So there's like a connection between dreams, and they're doing a lot of dream stuff in this mm-hmm. show, right? Uh, kind of on a whole, but also in this episode. Yeah, I mean, Caleb's having dreams right. throughout the episode, and some of them are waking, some of them are asleep, yeah, it's hard to tell what's what, but it could be connections there. and
1: something to keep in mind before we move off of this subject of this limbic implant is that Caleb established that he's had his switched off for some time. Right. Which might if if Dolores was deliberately targeting him as an ally might make him as, of a special interest to her because he's kind of off the Rehoboam grid. Yeah, so he could so, be an anomaly himself. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, do we know why the the, the gas mask like, I was trying to think, yeah, like, we I, I don't, about I don't care that much because it's not a big deal. But, like, I have no fucking clue what's I up with the fire. What's up with the, the fire gas? fire just looks cool. but, but That's was, all you need the fire to do. Was the gas mask, too? Because the thing is, is his wife is an extraordinarily heavy sleeper. But, like, I all, think, if she was gassed and when he takes off the mask, why
0: doesn't he pass out immediately? So, here's my headcanon. Yeah. And I don't know that I should need to make up headcanon for this, sure. but I'm going to. So, I think... Dolores gassed the room because you see like O2 levels moving and stuff okay. on, on the the readout uh, he, she gassed the room put the mask on this guy so that he would wake up um, and she wouldn't and then she dissipated all the gas from the room Okay, the effect was still happening to so the still woman but not to the from, man because like he was wearing the mask like
1: after an operation it takes a while to, to, to right. come out from under that anesthetic
0: yeah which is why she eventually does wake up and come out but okay yeah.
1: All right, that's fine. Headcanic. I just, I was like,
0: huh, that's 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 weird. I didn't understand it. Yeah, um, I have so many questions. Like, there are so many technologies at work in this. There's the AR glasses, like you mentioned. There's the home automation with the fire and the gas. Um, there's also the tabs, and then there's this hologram thing that they're doing. Um, this this visual representation of a person that Dolores uses, and I can't tell where that begins and ends. And this is part. You know, like we said of the riddle, but like at one point he takes a swing at her with the golf club, mm-hmm. ends up dead in the pool. Mm-hmm. She she shuts down that hologram and then appears behind him. And I don't know if this is another hologram or if this is her actually being there. I guess it's got
1: it because like the the hologram is all tied to him having those glasses strapped to his head. And we and the okay, uh, so she goes in physically, straps a glass on, and his him, new wife, and then yeah. Just yeah, hangs yeah. out
0: while he freaks out.
1: Yeah, and then then knows, I guess, manipulates him into. That's the thing. It's like, man, we talked about this on the instant take, but like the line between her predicting the future and just really planning well, and like a Joker, The Dark Knight kind of way, is really mm-hmm. blurry in some of these scenes because, like, yeah. That's some impressive, although I guess, uh, you know, if you buy into that these humans are only 12,000 lines of code, they're very easy to predict. Yeah.
0: Also, we have uh, an example of an AI that can predict human behavior right. to some degree. So right. in as much as she may or may not be linked to that um, currently or in the future, yeah, there could be all sorts of weird stuff at play here. But I, I think the, the point, it's interesting because in this episode or in this scene, rather, she tells him you wanted to be the dominant species but you built your world with so many things like me yeah and i think that's going to be key to this season we're going to see dolores using a lot of humanity's own technologies against them not just herself sure which she already has been uh but she's going to use things like home automation ar and vr and all these things So the things we're
1: learning to rely on super excited about that all right, so let's talk about the intro. There's a lot of ele- elements. Elements. There's a lot of elements that's introduced here. Uh, you've got an eagle flying towards some sort of jet nozzle that which bears a rem- you... remarkable uh, facsimile to the sun when you look from behind the eagle. Okay, I've seen an eye too. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of eye a, imagery this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see an embryo dividing, which suggests to me a new form of life. Uh, you also uh, so you also see a synthetic woman that appears to be swimming upwards towards herself uh, in its re- reflection until she breaks her surface and it seems like she's falling back or sinking back into the abyss. And yeah, the, this is
0: super reminiscent of the creation of Adam painting. There's
1: a couple. Yeah, there's it's very reminiscent of uh, the creation of man. The famous Adam reaching or God reaching out to Adam with his finger. It's also reminds me a lot of jim Dalos's, you know as all i'm all the way down yeah. and when you're down you see your reflection and you think it's the lord and you know <laughs> it's the devil it's yeah. the devil um and then you see a dandelion uh giving its seed off that those these swirling patterns turn into Re- Re- rehoboam which i don't necessarily know what what that means uh, and then at the end, the synth recedes into like uh, uh, previous seasons have a synth coming out of the milky pools ready for, you know, use. Now the synth is instead receding into what appears to be a bloody pool. Um, they're all the way down. Like, that's they're all the, way down, the, the, the yeah. red
0: to me matches up with that Delos thing mm-hmm. so closely. Because he's just bathed in red in those scenes.
1: So I thought it was pretty clever with uh, the Icarus reference uh, in the instant take. But everyone caught it. (laughs) Uh, This eagle flying towards the sun looking thing and losing its wings. Now, I I did some research into the Icarus uh, myth. It's interesting because Icarus and uh, Daedalus, Daedalus? Uh, his father, used their mechanical false wings to escape from an island prison.
0: Okay
1: much like westworld itself mm-hmm. and uh, uh daedalus warned his son icarus about e- either flying too high getting too close to the sun where your wings melt or flying too low where the dampness uh, over the ocean where the dampness would would also clog his wings and what happened to him is he didn't listen to his dad he flew too close to the sun lost his wings and then plunged into the water below yeah that that uh that that since trapped under the water might represent the ultimate fate of Icarus. Uh, And also the other thing is it could also be applied to humanity that we, instead of being happy with our station, we always try to, you know, our our grasp always exceeds our reach. And at a certain point we're going to do something that makes us fly too close to the sun, nature or AI will clip our wings and uh, we'll be crashing uh, beneath the surface never be seen again so there's it's yeah it's that, not clear to me whether this is a warning to someone like dolores who thinks she has all the answers and is completely righteous or it's more of a
0: cautionary thing for us hu- as as humans yeah i guess it goes back to what are they trying to say um about humanity but yeah i really like that symbolism because it it, it mirrors this rise and fall you know of the the potential arc of humanity mm-hmm. uh very cool so then we get another anomaly detected. There are minor irregularities in LA. Uh, I would say that's not an anomaly. I would say that's just business as usual in LA. <laughs> and this this is also key because you're right. This LA
1: we know does not have anything to do with Dolores because she doesn't show up until much later. Yeah. As far as we know, there's no synthet in the sense that are operating in LA. So mm-hmm. this anomaly might well be
0: Caleb. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about Caleb. He wakes up. Francis calls a bunch, and he speaks to him in the voiceover, but not. Over the phone, he doesn't actually answer it. Um, we see him go to work with a robot coworker where he runs fiber optic lines, takes care of his mom, who has disowned him, and is, livi- um, is now living in a private care facility that he's paying for. And he completes a job knocking off an ATM that he booked on an underworld version of TaskRabbit called Rico. Fiverr five five <laughs> five finger discounter <laughs> uh yeah so i mean, I'm they, they do a good job setting up his character and just like getting him into the world uh and familiarizing us with him in five minutes huh. eight minutes it's a really effective
1: uh, uh introduction i think so to to the world and, and his place in it uh is there rico girl with the the ski mask saying make some money motherfucker is that evan rachel wood
0: I, I suspect it's know. her playing
1: a dual role just for funsies. She's in a mask, right? It's hard to tell. Yeah. You know, it's a slim slim blonde woman with uh, nice eyes and lips and she says, <laughs> make money motherfucker. Okay. Could be, could not be. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff if you freeze frame and actually look at some of the screens he's looking at, like mm. Um, the uh, when you you're accepting a mission, when you you're going through Rico and you're looking for missions and you click on one, the accept button is fuck yeah, and the decline button is no, I like being basic and basic is yeah. capitalized. That reminds you know we we had this in this this uh, uh, presidential primary, one of the Democrat contenders, Andrew Yang, suggested we have this universal basic income. Uh, if you watch another popular sci-fi a show, The Expanse. They postulate that this is a wild success, but also a failure because the majority of humans are stuck on this basic level of mere subsistence, And then everyone else is so much further above. Like, if you have a job, then you're, you know, a god and, and everybody else kind of lives in these under hive cities. And yeah. I wonder yeah. if like they're starting to suggest that like every, you know, because it looks like Caleb is comfortable. He's not lacking for material wants. It's just there's no place to go. Like that, well, that and he, next yeah. rung in the
0: ladder is forever out of his reach, and nothing he can do can get him there. Right, and and the to, to the world is apparently being controlled by this AI, and yeah. like that's got to be a special level of frustrating. Right, uh, when you you've got an AI telling you you can't have a job. So uh, I, I thought that I, I, the, the no, I like being basic was kind of a wink to to that. And he's also making money on the side. So he might be living better than other people, right? Could, could be. Um, um, I know yeah. he's spending a lot of his money on helping his mother. Right. Because she's got a plus care package at this private
1: right. facility. But, oh, man, these costs are challenging. Might have to put her in a state-run facility that was on the news yeah. three, season, three three years ago for recycling old people's
0: <laughs> bodies. And, <laughs> and making soil and green. Feeding them corpse starch, yeah. Yeah, no, this... This is stuff that I like because this is world building that I feel is just a natural follow on to what we're dealing with now. Yep. That stuff always strikes chord with me. Uh, question. Yeah.
1: What do you think about the idea that Rico is actually ran by Rehobo- Rehoboam?
0: So that is in my notes. I was wondering, look, if this AI is actively monitoring people to, to some degree or another, maybe less with Caleb because he doesn't have this implant, but uh, or it's not on. It would certainly use means to trick humans, I think, into doing the things that it knows humans want to do or right. are fit to do. And, and, employing them on the black market could be one of those things.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like in The Matrix, the machines had an answer for the humans that rejected their simulation, which yeah. is put them in the Zion Protocol. Mm-hmm. RICO might be, like, for the people that are not happy with BASIC and just existing, well, give them this thing as a, as a way. And you can, you can regulate it, control it. When mm-hmm. someone gets too big, you can cut them down. You know, like, it's, it's, it's something... Which would also make, you know, because Caleb's running around with, without his uh, limbic implant uh, turned on, it would make him an anomaly in that system. It's something to keep an Come, eye on. And I thought yeah. uh, someone suggested that online and I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty compelling.
0: Because you also have to think, like, in this world that is so closely monitored, there would be no way for him to hide this income. Right. Right. I mean, how it, you you look at his salary, uh-huh. you look at what he he makes on basic or whatever. He sure as hell like getting paid in cash. He's getting paid through this app. Right. And I guess it's Bitcoin, not Bitcoin, but some uh, blockchain based currency um, that that Nolan talked about in one of the extra features. Mm. But, yeah, you you would think, okay, every cent would be monitored by this AI, right, that Mm -hmm. knows everything about us. Certainly it knows how much we make. How is he paying for his mother's care? How is he paying for his apartment? How is he paying for everything that he does in his life? Yeah. He, he doesn't have the money to live to that standard so it would know right that he was getting money from somewhere yep the inputs and outputs don't match up it's but, the same but there's way there's no indication that it's doing anything about it which to me says it might be complicit in it
1: exactly and it makes sense because if you're simulating all of human behavior and society and accounting for it you have to account for the criminal element for the black yeah. market and um, yeah I think it's got a lot for it I'm not sure exactly what, what they'll do with it but it's something I'm keeping my eye,
0: keeping my eye out for all right, we go. I think three three months after Dolores kills that guy. Why do you say that? Well, Charlotte in in this scene with the Dallas board says it's been three months since the Park massacre. But why do you think there's? And the- in the in the Dolores scene before, she was saying uh, she was trying to get information out of this guy, but she already like just got his money that night. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be flying all over the world and doing shit. Like she said, she I just got here, but I realized I need money or something. Yeah, I, but I a guess big time three
1: month three months of, of time, and she was. You're right. She was in China, which we know mm-hmm. is very adjacent to where we think Westworld is. Um, where we
0: know Westworld. And the is And next time we pick episode. up with her, she's met this guy at, at a. A party or whatever, right. um, and then oh, they're already in sort of a relationship. It's, That's a pretty strong theory. I don't know that yeah. you can prove
1: it, but you're right. Because I, I thought when she said, I haven't been here long, like, well, three months isn't a very long time if you've been in Westworld for 30-some years. And
0: you're uh, essentially a mortal being, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it's <laughs> like I, I don't expect a a, a a robot that gets out of some place and has never been in the real world to just immediately know who to target and who to go yeah. after and how to steal and all that kind of things. So, but yeah, yeah, like, I, I I, would buy that. Like, it's a couple weeks after, a month, or, because, like, yeah. she had met um, Liam, the guy from Insight, that uh, that is the figurehead of uh, Insight, a month ago mm. in Europe, so there's there's definitely room to play around at that timeline, sure.
0: All right, so, yeah, I think we're three months, um, I know we're three months after the massacre in the park. For sure. Uh, Charlotte tells Delos, the Delos board, that they're going to stay the course on their business model, which is the park's. Uh, despite the tanking stock price and the awful PR. And she pins everything that happened on Bernard and says they'll put it behind him when the authorities find him. Uh, and this has, you know, more interesting tech where they're doing essentially a conference call here, mm-hmm. but with hollows. Um, and she's able to mute them. Meetings well. would be so much more efficient if you could
1: just mute the blathering idiot that's sucking up all the oxygen.
0: And I don't even know why she needs to be in this room. Why, why does she uh, take a I, I, fucking quadcopter to the HQ of Delos? That's a good question. And if everyone can be
1: call. in the conference with, like, so so people can't mute her? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so,
0: yeah. Um, so my,
1: my big question in this is, who is the person that needs the approval? Is, like, in this world, do they still think that William is alive? Is that, like, that blank spot that gave machine proxy authorization, is that William's I, vote?
0: I... I am working on the, the assumption that yes, that is Williams' vote. Okay, and Me everybody too. either thinks he's dead in the park, but he's still out there in the park, or mm-hmm. he is dead in the park and he will later become a host. I, I don't know which is true. Hmm. Did they talk but last he's missing. season? That's it the it thing best. I didn't have
1: time to research. Did they mention that he designated machine proxy if something went wrong or something? Because mm. that kind of tickled at my brain. But I and and but how the hell do you? search for confirmation of that. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go rewatch the whole thing <laughs> with, with Google. But um, with that in mind. But she's got, yeah, it seems like she's got enough uh, votes through this machine proxy and her own powers as the interim CEO mm-hmm. to just essentially run the board without anyone uh, having much much say. Yeah. Uh, and she wants the also other thing, she wants to take Delos private. She wants to take them off the stock market, buy back all their assets, and consolidate under private ownership.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting, which you got to look at this and say, OK, we know that she's a host. Mm-hmm. What would a host plan for taking Westworld private be? Would it be to free all the other hosts? Would it be to shut down the parks? Would it be to sort of milk the company for that the assets sense that they like you yeah, have to take them, over the world? Yeah. Have
1: them make the army that you're going to use to destroy them all. Right. Um, that's kind of a compelling plan. Have you thought it any more thought about who this could be that's in Hale's body? Uh
0: I I haven't, no.
1: I saw a really <laughs> I should inter- have. I saw a really interesting theory that these are both Dolores. Dolores in Dolores's body is Dolores Prime, mm-hmm. the, the, the woke one. And then Dolores and Hale was like version 1.0 to <laughs> oh Dolores God. that Dolores took out and like gave a pep talk to. And so, so all five
0: of these marbles could be could Dolores. Be. Like, yeah, you know, just 1. make and, and, Yeah. That's the thing. Like, when she's out on these missions, certainly she backed herself up before this. I would have to You'd think. You'd have to. Although. And you're sending Charlotte out there. You want her backed up. You want. You want everybody backed up?
1: Yeah, I wonder what she meant by last. Of my- oh, you know that also makes sense in terms of uh, when she the like Led like, to timing. Yeah, if that was like a week after the event, she says I'm the last. time. I kind of still leaving <laughs> out the whole out Bernard there. and the sack of marbles you got around? But
0: right. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we go over to Bernard, who's working in, from what I can tell, a meat growing facility uh where some i
1: entirely missed the first time through that they're too. just growing meat on these racks man
0: yeah but they still have real cows do they do is that the organic I, option i, I want to say those are just like those are wild cows is that a yeah. possibility
1: like but why would they care about bre- you know them breaking legs and recovering kilos of meat I from? i don't know
0: that they do i think bernard
1: might I still think because like they make the point later in the episode of guys like this scotch is worth three times my annual pay. I bet there's a real premium to be paid on the real thing. So mm-hmm. you've got yeah. most people are just eating synthetic meat, You're and you've got the rich veal. to make a point like, oh, this is veal. This was this is the uh, this this veal has. You can taste the cruelty. You can taste <laughs> the fact that his calf was confined immediately and fattened in a in a box. Oh, <laughs> this veal costs yeah. more
0: than the the Philippine GDP. Yeah, exactly. It's so delicious. Exactly. I could
1: feed half of the continent of. Africa. Africa with this veal, but fuck (laughs) him. Yeah, I
0: wonder if they're going with something like that. Could be. Uh, Yeah, so he's in a meat growing facility. He's being eyed by two guys while he's eating, and later that night, he self isolates so he can run a self diagnosis. This is a wild scene. Determine if he's under the influence of Dolores in any way, I think is what he's doing here. Yeah. Um, He's definitely afraid that Dolores is going to get to him. As he should be. Yeah. Because he's lost control of his mind on
1: several occasions in this series already. I don't know that he even has it right now like i know (laughs) i i look at him he paused a suspiciously long time on the the lying question but on the other (laughs) hand if he's if why wouldn't he just write like why wouldn't he just answer right away like why would he act suspicious and then say no
0: i i'm wondering if it's possible that there are two people in bernard's head at this point because the way he switches back and forth between these personalities especially during that fight Yeah, I I wonder if there there is a conflict and the conflict is two people battling out in his head.
1: Jeffrey Wright is so good at like playing like you can instantly tell like when he's in analysis mode, not analysis mode, because his face kind of goes slack and his eyes lose focus. And then how everybody's been so good at that? How does he do it, though? Like this button when he pushes it, it puts him in analysis mode. How does he get back out? Is it like a timer? Because it, it no, and I really couldn't understand button, it I, when he goes berserk, he turns into the Incredible Hulk later on. Like, what does he do to bring himself out of it? I, I don't know. They'll probably tell us eventually, but right now that's another yeah. thing where it's like, how long is he in analysis mode for?
0: However long they need him to be, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know that I expect them to explain it, but hmm. maybe they will. Who knows? Okay uh th- there was some really cool tech in this scene too when you first get the shot of the countryside you see like the spider tank looking thing mm. straight out of like ghost in the shell like a howitzer kind complex. of like look like a cannon type of thing on its head yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's a pretty cool piece of machinery high um, security
1: for a meat packing plant it could be like a net launcher though something like that
0: to to do what catch the cows they're I was growing just thinking like catch if you a security bot
1: you why would you need like a 120 millimeter cannon thing oh, on its head out. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, yeah. Like security, you don't okay. want to like if 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 it's just anti personnel, you don't need a barrel that fucking big. But maybe if you're launching a
0: canister or something at them, I think there are meat raids. You think they're going maybe. after that Filipino GDP, uh, price meat. These cows are just really wily over
1: there. You, you they. <laughs> they're they're learning they're huh. they, they've learned from hundreds of years of imprisonment to, to how to break free and
0: <laughs> We're gonna have a cow uprising to deal have with. a cow uprising we've already got a yeah delores is going to inherit
1: the earth just in time for the cows to go sentient <laughs> mm-hmm i've seen what they can do i've seen kung pao <laughs> oh god <laughs> they come at you with those
0: udders <laughs> oh yeah blast and milk streams what are you going to do uh so then we go back to the the Rehoboam sequence the with which says there's an elevated security threat uh, special circumstances in London. Did you see it's London U R E W? Yeah, I didn't know what that stood for. I saw someone speculate that it probably
1: that might mean the United Realms of England and Wales, suggesting that yeah. uh, Ir- uh, Northern Ireland and Scotland fucked off after they left the EU. Hmm. So it's just Wales and, and England now. Well, I thought that was kind of another little
0: neat little, little uh, world building exercise. And then Dolores goes to a party at Insight where she joins Liam Dempsey, who is being honored for being the son of the guy who saved the world. And a guy brings up simulation theory, but Dolores thinks it's all in his head, specifically the part of his head that evolved to believe in God. And Liam's bodyguard takes him aside and says there's a meeting with his partners uh, that he needs to make time for. And he asks Dolores to come back to the U.S. with him. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Why do you think Dolores used a quick change dress? I mean, it's really cool. She, if you really watch cool her, effect, but like,
0: Yeah you know. she as she rolls up to this party, if you watch uh-huh. her, she kind of looks around, and I think she sees what everybody else is wearing uh, and decides black dress. Not so she's ready for here. black
1: cocktail or full on evening gown. Yeah, okay, because that's my thought. It's like, man, why don't you just dress for the party you're going? Uh huh.
0: Would uh-huh. <laughs> you would think, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but she's not familiar with these types of parties yet. You know, like she's had 92 it, days now. Come on, I have a hard time figuring out what to wear for parties. And I'm a human being with 38 years of experience on the that's planet. True. That's true. She's got three months of experience.
1: Yeah. And she's Thanks trying to fit in like step. a person that she's trying to play would effortlessly know that they wouldn't be coming right. in and like, oh, my God, I'm underdressed. You know, they just know. So I, I guess that's I mm-hmm. bet it was a cool It's really nifty.
0: Right, it's, a, it's a cool visual and it's also a cool character moment.
1: I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about the part of the brain that believes in God. I looked into this, as nucleus accumbus, and they've done a lot of research in the last few years where they stimulate that region of the brain with electrical impulses. And it seems to trigger like euphoric religious experiences. And they had like uh, one hmm. test that I, I linked to was a, a, a study done on like Mormon kid or Mormon, uh, youth um, or young, young people. And they like controlled that against a baseline. And I guess it triggered the exact same experiences. They feel like when they're close to God or they're having a personal experience with God. Um, it's really interesting. And what about in
0: atheists? Like i imagine it game. work
1: i imagine it would work um i don't know why because you guys know, just reading a wired article I, they, I don't know why they wouldn't use that as a control right um and what why, how would i would yeah if that if they stimulated mine how would i describe that um, yeah
0: like what's the difference between a euphoric
1: experience and a euphoric religious experience hmm. probably i mean i wonder if it's like uh it, Is it it, internal versus external locus Like a religious experience, you feel like it's a connection to like some greater power where like just straight up euphoria is like, like I'm fucking awesome. Right. I don't know. Further research needs to be, needs to be done clearly. Um, But a lot of people pointed out on the internet that like her tapping her head, talking about God mirrors a lot of uh, what like Ford did when he was talking Mm about. In the bicameral mind. Exactly.
0: You know, doing their old head taps, but. (laughs) Absolutely. And there's mention of simulation theory here. Um, which we talked about briefly in the instant take, but I mean, just to the, mention it again, you know, simulation theory is the idea that we're all living inside of a simulation. Right. And there's a lot of
1: evidence like Caleb's life is very similar to a protagonist in a video game talking or, about, or a
0: host in the park. Yes, talking
1: about. Well, I mean, specifically him talking about him constantly trying to improve his score.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he
1: starts every day. He gets these missions on his phone. They, they have success or fail. He gets paid on them. And you it's, have it's... a
0: computer running the world, essentially. Right. So right. how could you not look at that and say, hmm, maybe yeah. the computer actually does literally run yeah. this world?
1: Yeah, and they, they, he even says, like, they you know, this is a small pro- program. They piloted the military, and then they went worldwide with it. So And they turned the whole world into a game. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, annoyingly, a lot. Because, like, if everything's a simulation then the fuck <laughs> you know what Where what do you do with a show that's like where there is no there is no like baseline like it's like the matrix except for there's no yeah. real world you know it's the, the forge times a yeah thousand. yeah like there's a. am yeah, not saying that you can't care about simulated people but like right. what would yeah like where would they be going with that mm. ultimately
0: yeah i mean it, they're probably going down the free will mm. path right like this the show desperately wants to Say something Explore about that. free will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what it'll say, I don't know. We'll tell uh, with time. Caleb cleans himself up and goes to see a therapist. He's apparently not his actual therapist. He's just the guy who oversees the AI therapists um, who do the real uh, sort of in the weeds therapy. Mm-hmm. And this guy asks him how he got here. And we see a couple of flashbacks to him in the military with his buddy Francis, but he won't talk about it. And then the therapist urges him to uh, try a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, meet him halfway here. Try harder. And on his way out, he gets another call from Francis, which triggers him to hit up Rico again. And he takes another job at this underground art exhibit, is what I'm going to call it, where he and his crime buddies try to subdue a guy who's freaking out on Beta Olympics. Mm-hmm. And there's also during this another voiceover with uh, Caleb about how the world is a game, like you mentioned, and it's rigged.
1: Yeah, I thought that this guy trying to Beta Olympics was intentionally aping a uh, ape like he was doing the uh Slapping like like tongue. brachiating he was doing like like bar like w- widen his eyes burying his teeth and doing that kind of like ah ah that that you see like chimpanzees when they're really worked up doing yeah um to kind of illustrate like uh i think i the way i got from is like from an ai's perspective like how all this is just all fucking insane mm-hmm. um why you would deliberately monkey with your brain et etc cetera, etc cetera. um but also go, to go back to caleb um yeah the fact that his his military benefits, his, his, his health and, and mental benefits are conditional on the participation of his program that's not working for him. That's some real Kafka-esque bullshit to quote one Jesse Pinkman. Uh, yeah. You know, and like, well, it if is. the system doesn't work for you, then you're going to lose your benefits, and then the system's really not going to work for you, and then you're going to be an institution or maybe dead, and then you're not the system's problem anymore.
0: And it does make me wonder what kind of co- problems he's causing for himself and yeah. perhaps his mother by unsubscribing at the end right of this episode
1: yeah and it reminded me a lot of too like that um that kind of thought pattern i, I where if you're not fitting in the system like there's a lot of that chilling stuff going around right now at the coronavirus Where people like a disturbing amount of people see like a one to three percent mortality rate see that it affects disproportionately old people and it's like yeah that's we could live with that like because i don't know any old people yeah I yeah. have no that. and also, for my like, wouldn't life be easier if some of the older and sick people just, you know, we don't have to take care of them? I mean, that's a massive drain of resources. They, have you,
0: have you thought about they'll it? They'll really? shuffle off on, at their own time. Like you don't need yeah. to hasten that.
1: No, nah, but it's it is a there is a disturbing undercurrent of of that thought. I can't wait! There. I can't
0: wait until the virus that affects the twenty year olds. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna just be yeah. out drinking and partying. Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, spreading yeah. that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Now, I guess that was the the Spanish <laughs> flu. So maybe, maybe yeah. we'll have to wait another hundred years before it hits hits the prime
0: again I'll be dead I don't care (laughs) speaking of Caleb (laughs) uh, and his therapy it's clear to me watching this scene that he's using Rico to sort of cope with the issues that therapy is not helping him Mm -hmm. cope with right Um, which leads me right back into that conversation about how much is Rehoboam uh curating the human experience mm. um especially when it comes to therapy and this rico app mm-hmm. uh because that could be part of his therapy right like this could be something where Riobohm sees that it's not working with his friend because maybe they don't have enough information we see the later francis is pretty fucking incomplete uh, mm-hmm. there's not great fidelity on no. francis Mm-mm. uh so so maybe you know he's he's being pushed toward these other avenues uh at the same time that francis is trying to work his magic
1: yeah, I like the uh, the other thing. I just want to point out is the I, I really like the Marshawn Lynch's character. I don't know what his name or the other associate, but his uh, um, his emoji or his uh, mood T shirt. Yeah, it's cool. How long until someone brings that to market? Like, there's there's the it'd be easy just to do a print and like spread shirt. But, like, then one that actually has some LEDs to make it work, and
0: then... You can do all that. That's where the line is, though, I think.
1: Yeah, but you could... But, but like, a mood ring will actually shift color compared, like, based on, Mm. like, minor fluctuations of your skin temperature. If you could tie that into, like, some kind of skin temperature and just have it... I mean, I don't think a mood ring tells you what your mood is, but you could have a shirt that would do that, and... You know, I think that would be kind of have, cool. You have one that the user controls, certainly. Yeah. Well, that'd be yeah, just easy. a smartphone app that mm-hmm. connects
0: to it. And you know what? I'm feeling bored. Let me switch to bored. You know what? Bored. I bet
1: like it'd be interesting to do a study if you if you gave someone a T-shirt and said that it was a mood, it was a mood reading T-shirt, mm-hmm. um, and but secretly it was a researcher controlling the moods. I bet, I bet people would mirror their outward display of emotion based on what their T-shirt showing. Yeah just because we're that susceptible
0: like an emotional
1: placebo sort yeah. of thing. yeah like someone's like just in line and pretty calm if you just went if you just bumped it aggravated i'd be interesting to see someone do that someone do that experiment <laughs> that's got to be ethical right you can that's... do human experimentation without their knowledge right
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs> as long as it as long as they never find
1: out right someone freaks out and guns down a, a lobby uh, or, uh, in a bank or something eh, you know yep progress information gathering
0: uh speaking of information there's a little bit here on the backstory with francis and uh caleb Mm. where he says they got medevaced out so they were probably in the military when something happened um which will come into play later yeah but for now we go to dolores and liam flying over the city and touring insights headquarters i think as they talk about insights control of the city and his involvement with the ai running the company rio Liam is taken to a building for a meeting where he's told that Rehoboam is acting a little strange and there might be someone on the inside tampering with it. And Dolores rents an apartment in the building and spies on that meeting.
1: This this new way of pronouncing, I've always grown up pronouncing this guy Reho, Rehoboam. Man, fu-
0: okay, fuck Nolan and Joy for making this the name of the thing because uh-huh. nobody knows how to pronounce it. It's uh-huh. super annoying to say. It's like, we, uh, we've we got a character called Mircello Hasbaz. What? <laughs> Well,
1: yeah, that, I, yeah I, I learned
0: with Mahershala
1: how I actually right. to pronounce another Bible name uh, last year on HBO. So this year I'm getting the, the retool Rehoboam. Ra, uh, so Rehoboam is a biblical character. Most people are familiar with Wise King Solomon. Uh, you know, the one who impressed the Queen of Sheba, the one you if you really paid attention to Bible class, you might remember him resolving a dispute about who owned a child between two women by just saying, hey, you know what? Grab kid, cut him in half, give, it, yeah. give one half to each woman. And the real mother suggested, no, 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 let the other woman have it because she cared about her child. Yeah. Uh, so good, uh, wise King Solomon, uh, expanded the, the wealth, uh, and the prestige and the power of his people. And he turned things over to his son, Re- Reho- Rehoboam. And, uh, at this time the people were complaining about how high their taxes were and how oppressive the burden of the government was. And they petitioned this, this new King and said, Hey, can you lighten the load a little bit? And he said, you know what? Come back in three days. I need to consult with my advisors. He met with his father's advisors and they said, you know what? King Solomon had been running to people pretty hard. Maybe we should lighten their load, because if you do that, then they'll serve you for all their days. And then Rehoboam went to his his people, his 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 boys, the 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 court advisors he grew up with, and they're like, nah, nah, nah. You you tell those guys that uh <laughs> the biblical phrase is something like, My little finger is weightier than my father's loin. Which I think he's saying that <laughs> wow. like which dad got a
0: small dick weird insult yeah.
1: because you know i don't know how big his pinky was but like you know what are you saying about your dad there uh mm-hmm. but he says that he's going to increase their taxes actually okay uh and he went with what his boys told him rather than the old wise men and the people came back and he told them that no, nah, actually i'm going to uh i'm going to double your taxes and i'm going to be a scourge to you and the people rebelled and the king the, the previous united kingdom of israel was split torn asunder, split in the two, and it never was united again. Uh,
0: Interesting. What is that? So the split here could be this, essentially, just the wealth gap Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, you've got the super rich who are all for the Reboem stuff, Mm -hmm. and you've got the people who are feeling a little downtrodden by it Mm -hmm. um, and unable to, you know, make any forward progress that could be representative of that.
1: You also got the oppression of the, these hosts by the, the 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 humanity that's like going to tear a species apart perhaps. yeah uh, I thought that was interesting. and there's also one other interesting parallel that Caleb is also another b- biblical name he was one of the spies that right before the Israelites went into the promised land went and you know did reconnaissance. Hmm. Uh-huh. um so it's it's interesting that caleb was involved in the bible with the formation of the nation of israel and that rehoboam was involved in the destruction of same so there's and
0: almost like a bookend caleb is so, sort of going into this new world right now too, yeah right? like hooking up with dolores means uh-huh. he's potentially part of um maybe a spy in the land of this new yeah, world spying
1: out the promised land uh, for the, for the people um, yeah. So there's a lot of interesting parallels there, and I'm sure there'll be there'll, there'll be more to pop up as as we find more about Rehoboam. Or Rehoboam,
0: yeah. um, and there there's so many questions, like who is this this guy's dad that they keep mentioning? Um, King Solomon,
1: obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's uh, another parallel too. That you've had this very wise person that made a lot of reforms and made the world better, and he has recently handed this off to his son, who's not nearly as good, and. Mm-hmm yeah that's that's another a nice parallel that the shows got going on there
0: uh there's also questions about an us during this interview like that, that Rehoboam might uh be looking into i i don't I don't know what the factions are here yet other than I feel like
1: he's connected to the guy that uh the scarface man gives up under. Dolores' interrogation later on the Sa- sarcom sarcom S-
0: sarac sarac or yeah something like that
1: yeah i, I don't i don't have the, the the name in my notes it's much later but uh Same yeah here. i wonder if that's the the person that uh, he was having a difficult meeting with yeah could be we'll be right back after this short break
0: Then we go back to Bernard, who's confronted by those two guys from before who know his real identity. And when they get violent, Bernard turns his body over to a different personality, which proceeds to kick their asses, uh, but not hurt them too bad. Or maybe he did.
1: It. I don't know, because like the result of this is him fucks off. He, he fucks off and leaves. And I think the clue for what why he wants to go to Westworld is that he is, as part of the pleading with these man, men to leave him alone. He says, I, I, if I don't have someone to help me, I can't save you. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that plus him saying that he's looking for a friend, I think he's going to go back to Westworld. I think he's probably going to be looking for Maeve. Like, like Maeve is, is, is a high value target to recruit. <laughs> if, if you're a guy like
0: Bernard, I, I I'm going to make a prediction here. I think there are two people in Bernard's head and this scene is probably the prime example of that because he seems to be asking this other personality to please not hurt them too much mm-hmm. there there's a violent person within inside Bernard's mind and maybe that's an aspect of Bernard I don't know I mean we certainly saw with Teresa this could be the remnants of Ford even um, cuz he encouraged her to kill or he encouraged Bernard to kill Teresa there's there are clearly I think two personalities in his head um And at some point, I feel like those two personalities are going to be split, and maybe that's the friend he needs. Maybe he's going to sort of create the friend. Mm. Um, He can split those into a second body, right? Because Mm. bodies are, they're sleeves like in Altered Carbon. True. If he can just get a a hold of the tech to build one.
1: Did we mention his name he's going under? It is Armand Delgado. I know we did an instant take, but what what was the anagram of that?
0: Uh, I think it was Damage Bernard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Which maybe. I didn't Daniel actually Arnold. check
0: to make sure it's true. I think so because Kim Renfro tweeted referenced. it and
1: like she's she's solid. I mean she's got the the, the best timeline around and and yep. uh, she pays a lot of attention to stuff. So uh, they're not still having fun with the anagrams.
0: Of course. Um what about Laura Aspen? Any anagrams? Real Aspen? <laughs> real aspen she's you know going what skiing. i didn't
1: i didn't look i didn't look did you did you have actually look and see if okay <laughs> no because yeah i mean we got to re- put everyone's name through the anagram machine did you do caleb no bleak.
0: b-l-e-a-c b-l-e-a bleak very bleak very bleak all right let's move on this is stupid please caleb wakes up from a dream and continues his voiceover or sorry yeah I, I guess it is narration phone call with francis he gets a real call from an ai named sean that informs him he's been passed over for a job by an organization called the dca did, did you figure out what the dca is mm. they only use the acronym um there's got to be other companies besides to anything. delos
1: and insight you know so yeah
0: i mean it could be like delos corporate america or some yeah. shit right like maybe he's applying for a, for a better position at delos because he works With a robot that is Delos property. The the
1: fiber layer is a Delos robot, Delos machine, yeah. Yeah, so
0: maybe he's just trying to move up the ladder in Delos. Could be. Um, And then we move on to Liam dealing with his business shit, and Dolores gets him to tell her what's wrong. Uh, He says he doesn't control Ribboam. He's locked out of the system, and no one knows what it's doing. And she almost gets to reveal the name of the person who built the machine, but Liam's bodyguards knock her out first, and he tells Liam she's not who she said she is. They intercepted a text from Dolores telling someone that she was going to lure Liam out that night and to be ready, so they decide to drug her, kill her, and dump her body. Uh, I mean, so many questions after this scene, but we've kind of talked about a lot That's of That's
1: what I was going to We talked about the dad uh, and the, the original architect. Or is that the same as the partner? Um,
0: here's, I think the, the idea but...
1: that he's like, you know, when she's like, well, tell me. And he's like, you know, here's the thing. If, if I was going to tell you, he would already know, and he'd be here to kill me, right? Because that's how airtight this predictive technology is, and that's also very interesting because I feel like Insight and Dalos have two opposite sides of the same coin. That Dalos's deal with the Forge was that they could replicate the host, and they worked perfectly within the simulation. But then when they pressed that into the flesh, they started diverge, diverging. Yeah. Whereas Insight's got the opposite; everything they can, they can flawlessly uh, predict human behavior that does seem to map out in the real world, but mm-hmm. they don't have the host technology maybe, they don't have the AI, the, the robotic technology necessary to like, it's almost like, man, they, they have two halves of an equa- of the answer they need to solve the equation of human immortality. Yeah, yeah, and I really- wonder if that's why more than anything she wants to shut this thing down, because if they put both of those together, then humans could essentially, they don't, synths wouldn't replace them, humans would just become the sense.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up to think that uh, another life form could co-opt your your form, yeah, your essence, right? I mean, it's invasion and, of the body snatchers, right? Yeah, except, except for their hosts, yeah, who are who are on the receiving end of that. Yep, <laughs> it's it's dark, dark mm-hmm. concepts um, that I just love. They're playing with. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about Dolores and maybe how much she knows about our world and how much she doesn't, because clearly. She did not realize that we have the technology to very easily, within four minutes of intercepting the text, decrypt her encrypted messages. Either that or this is part of her plan.
1: That's what I'm saying. This is this joker. Is she got predictive powers? Uh, can, or can she just lead a set of breadcrumbs the where she knows? Because the thing is, is crucially... She knew the Scarface bodyguard. She mm-hmm. had had personal knowledge of him. I wonder if when she was like, put you know, because she she pulled select books off the shelf and read them. Yeah. I wonder if she essentially read every man she remembered having contact with. Mm, and me. then now she knows that she can she she knows a lot of things about them that she can use in the real world. Mm-hmm. Or it's also it's like perfectly possible she's read them all, you know, because like they were. Yeah, She
0: said she didn't
1: yeah but but like that's inside a simulation so like what mm -hmm. the fuck does that even mean when she's picking up a physical book it's like morpheus do you think this is air you're breathing now like do you have to walk across the fucking floor and read each book and open them up to get it or is that just yeah but remember also
0: like when you put that information in abernathy's head it broke his brain true i don't think she has all of that information you're
1: right um So I'll revert back to my original theories that she read up on all the men that she had contact with that she could recognize in the real world and exploit.
0: I that seems like a reasonable strategy um, for someone who doesn't have unlimited. We talked about the
1: the, her having. I I also don't think she probably knew many working stiffs like Caleb, because like she knows intimately the type of profile of a person that would be very wealthy, very powerful, the type of person that can afford Mm -hmm. to take not just one, but multiple trips to Westworld that's a self-selection in the data that's got to lead you to bad conclusions.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting at when we talked in the preview cast about this. Um, You know, when she sees the other side of humanity, when she sees people who are better Mm -hmm. than a lot of the people she's interacted with before, is she going to change her feelings about humanity at all? Right, or will they be potential allies? Yeah. So then we go to Caleb doing another job, which has him delivering the drugs that they're going going to dose Dolores with um, to the landing zone. And after being threatened, he walks off. But he sticks around just long enough to get a look at Martin and maybe Dolores, though I can't be uh, sure. And then Francis calls him again, and this time he picks up.
1: Uh, He said it's not the first time I've had a gun pointed at me, but also been shot in the head. Yeah.
0: Badass line. Yeah, and I also (laughs)
1: wonder if there's going to be particular damage to parts of his brain, maybe, for for example, the part that believes in God, that's going to be... (laughs) Uh, a plot point later on in the series uh, because that also could explain why he's having a hard time. He's clearly a very capable, intelligent person, but wh- why is he having he's having a hard time dealing with his reality, climbing the ladder, mm-hmm. um, etc.? cetera.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. And then Dolores' accomplice isn't showing up, so they decide to dose her now, but the drugs don't work on her. Instead, she kills a bunch of them and Martin escapes and she... Gives chase. That was wild that
1: she she took the time she took the time to finish off two with a double tap before stopping the Scarface guy. Yeah, like she takes her, her sweet ass time. She go make sure she backs over the dude behind them, uh, um, but she lets the other guy flee. It, it, this makes me think that this is part of a plan rather than something she's improvising.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting because there's um, later on in this episode when she chases him to the park Mm -hmm. he seems to be going towards something like he's shot a couple of times and he's walking into this park why like why get out of your car at that moment why walk in this direction is there something he's walking toward and does dolores know that
1: i don't know because like i i also had this weird idea that he drove just in a big circle to come back to his men because, like, the entrance to this park hmm. looks a lot like the entrance to the park that Caleb went through. Okay. But, again, that doesn't make any damn sense. Uh, <laughs> it could be that they had this one location, and they, but uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's, know it's, it's weird. Also, this could all be a simulation. It could be a glitch in the matrix. Who could knows?
0: <laughs> uh, so this phone call that, that Caleb picked up, uh, Francis, he wants to talk about what Caleb uh what he told caleb about the game being rigged he says you still have to play if you want a chance to win but that's not even close to what the real francis The fidelity said. broke down right here yes it did which was and in, instead that they need to make their own plan and stick together and we see flashbacks of francis dying um and Francis wants to talk about it, but Caleb doesn't think the therapy's working, so he unsubscribes from his treatment.
1: Yeah, no, it's interesting because I remember in in the uh, instant take that we both kind of thought that these plainclothes things with them using these rifles were them maybe doing the personal side of the the rico stuff like this was but the way caleb says we had the plan but you never made it back Mm -hmm. makes me wonder if they were doing some kind of like covert stuff for the military because they were using like what seemed to me like military style rifle something that we've never seen caleb use uh, on the outside or in the Rico type stuff before. So in fact, he shies away from that. And I don't know why he would say that. Hmm. If, Francis, if if Francis and him made it out and they like he died doing Rico work, why would you say? But you never made it back. Um.
0: Yeah, it's a real good question. Um. I think I'm with you. Like, if they're doing, but I guess the question that would follow on for me is: Are they doing something that they think will win them favor with the government to sort of? play mm. that game or are they making their own plan and doing something that they can use as leverage for their own ends it's like a three king situation the, where
1: they're stealing the gold and... yeah
0: the latter probably seems more likely to me yeah given what the what the real Francis said about that hmm. but oh, you know time will tell it's super ironic
1: that his last words to Francis is I just need to find something someone real of course he's going to find Dolores is she real
0: uh-huh. uh mm. In in certain senses of the word, certainly. Yeah, yeah. The the one other thing uh, about Francis and the therapy that I want to talk about real quick is this idea of first of all, like getting therapy from someone you knew who's dead now. That may or may not work. I'm no therapist, um, but the idea that they could intentionally alter this AI to push him in a direction back to the plan, yeah is is very much up in the air like you you can't say for sure that rabom is not Mm -hmm. manipulating the the ai version of francis Mm. into saying things that francis never would have said and thereby having him caleb notice to what end i don't know but that's there
1: oh speaking of random observations i forgot to make uh Rehobo- Rehoboam, the the sphere that they they represent the physical manifestation of this core, mm-hmm. the light patterns that are spinning around its outside. Someone pointed out those are very similar to the player piano, yeah, uh, sequences. The like uh-huh. the, the dashes and dots and lines, like they're they're very similar to those musical patterns we see in like the intro every week.
0: Yeah, and it evokes like th- they do such amazing stuff with this intro mm-hmm. and this player piano has been a staple of that intro yeah. for all three seasons. Yep. And the shot that always gets me is when the hands come away from the piano yeah. and it continues playing. Still playing. yeah. That smacks so much of turning over the control of our planet to an AI, right? taking our hands off the piano, off right. the wheel.
1: And it's also weird because the hands playing the piano are synthetic hands as well. Right. It's a little Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure.
0: But, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's a very evocative shot. I love uh-huh. it. Uh, and then Dolores chases Martin to a park or a plaza or something where she shoots him and gets him to tell her who controls the system. It's someone named Sarek who's going to be coming for her now. Why does he give that up? I, I, this is a dying man who has no reason. He and he just Sarek too? Like, has just said, I've been protecting this, com- this company right. for 20 years. Right. Threatens the son of the guy who built it. But it also tries no to warn him off why because, he would give a name here
1: because when um, well, but I, I wonder if he is antagonistic toward a Sarak guy because uh, during that tense meeting with Sarek's representative or maybe it's some other representative, but I'm going to assume it's Sarek's representative. OK, uh, I keep on wanting I, see, I keep on seeing Spock's dad every time I say Sarek. Me too. Yeah. Um, shit. I just distracted myself with a mind meld. about Sarek? Um, because Liam looks to him when this woman says well how about we kill you and then we use Rehoboam to figure out how to deal with the mess afterwards like to strategize its way or way yeah. out of it and he looks to you know Scarface guy and Scarface kind of gives him the no 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 so I, I wonder if like he sees in his cornerstone you know, motivation that he needs to shepherd this legacy through. And Sarek is in opposition to that. So like if he's dead and he's already lost, he's like, well, fuck it. Give it, give up Sarek and maybe she'll burn this thing down. I don't know. Cause otherwise you're right. This is the easiest interrogation in the fucking world. Yeah,
0: it is. Um, and it's hard to interrogate a dying man and get yeah. any information out of him. Yeah. Uh, I would think just one production note here real quick. Mm-hmm. I always 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 love it when you see a super strong being of some kind one hand drag something extraordinarily heavy mm-hmm. way beyond human capabilities right. i just fucking love it and when dolores you know hip shot like near death dolores is dragging this dude uh-huh. already it's it's Which, really what the cool. hell is
1: that near death i don't
0: because the thing is yeah, it's like I don't know either. Like losing three liters of blood, apparently. More especially than when liters. another
1: robot goes up to you and says, You look like you're fucked up. Like that implies to me that there is an external agency saying that, oh yes, this host looks like it's taken near lethal damage and it's it's a big problem. Yeah. Because I wanna say that she is predictive or her plans are comprehensive enough that she's uh she's incorporating Caleb into them and that she's collapsing in his arms, not because she's on death's door, but because she knows through her long Dolores Abernathy loops that a way to get a man to, you know, pay attention to and protect you and shelter you is to play the damsel in the distress and yeah. distress. Um But she could also just be super fucked up and about to die.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know that there's a point where, um, Man in Black drains, I think, Kissy of his blood early on, and says you can't lose more than three liters or you die. Mm. Um, So that could be a qualification. I assume Dolores is not. Dolores
1: isn't a flesh and blood synth; she's an erector set synth.
0: Shit. Yeah, not anymore. Oh, you're right. Not anymore. Bernard killed her. But we see her in the... I guess I'm applying
1: trailer knowledge, and that could be flashbacks. Who the fuck knows? But we we see her at some point That's peeling probably, her skin that, off. That almost
0: has to be flashbacks, unless uh. there's an erector set constructor in the sanctuary, Ford left her so she could be her original form or
1: I mean how hard would it be for her to reconstruct that chassis if she had nine you know three months and unlimited funds to do so
0: but why would you like metal detectors are going to be set off yeah that's true like if you're in the espionage game right you want to be flesh and blood yeah (laughs) you you do you want to blend in as much as possible that's a good point anyway um Let's go to the final scene with Bernard. Well, final main episode. Scene. Actually,
1: we skipped one thing because someone pointed out that like when she says, "Because there is," I'm sure you're aware of. There's already theories that Caleb's a host too, which would neatly I, sure, which would neatly explain.
0: There, there are probably theories that Liam's a host and the, the sure. dude talking about simulation theories a host. But um, it would neatly ex-
1: ex- uh, clear up our confusion about why Caleb could cause a, a anomaly. When we've seen that's only so far host behavior. If if he's so, I'm trying to. Look, here's all the, the think evidence Caleb's for. You Caleb's causing
0: anomalies? Why, why do you say that Caleb's causing because anomalies? Because
1: and right before we get to his scene, it says there's an L.A. anomaly, and we know of no current hosts operating in L.A. at the time.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Now, so there's one piece of evidence. Another is when when Dolores uh opens up a channel and says, "Wake up and intercept." Mm. There's misdirection there making us think it's the motorcycle, Yeah, but it's also very similar to, you know, uh, Caleb hanging up his phone on the illusion of this game he's playing and then meeting her in the park. There could be a dual message there, mm. which is also something that it would imply that, that that he's a host.
0: It could also be uh, the clone of Martin showing up or the, the body double of Martin. Martin. The bodyguard was oh, that his name yeah yeah oh okay I didn't, I, I I looked he's it just up. a scar dude I, yeah i didn't know it until i looked it up either um yeah i
1: i don't think at this point that he's a because it's also just entirely possible that they're just building a lot of uh similarities between the plight of dolores in season one versus mm-hmm. caleb in season three and just piling up those things that 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 so you see that they're both on loops he yep. has no choice blah 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 um you know, and he meets a synthetic that has an awakening in him similar to her meeting William in the past. And that so mm. there's a lot of similarities that you don't have to go to the host, the the, the Caleb's the host, but a lot of people are going to yeah. Caleb a host and they're, I mean, they're going to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's natural in the show. All right. Bernard hires a boat to take him back to Westworld. He's apparently in the Philippines, though these people are speaking Mandarin according to the subtitles. It's a very confusing mishmash, but I pointed out that him in the, the Philippines. Like
1: Filipino and Chinese territorial disputes are really hot in the early 21st century. So okay. that's another kind of world building similar to the, the royal world of Wales and England, uh, the United Realms of Wales and England, that this is suggesting that China won that dispute huh, okay. uh, decisively, uh, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. He's looking for a friend. And that's it for the episode, but don't turn your TVs off yet mm-hmm. because there's one more scene after the credits and it's Maeve waking up in Nazi world
1: And that's literally it, it. she's yep. got a gun in her hand she goes out she sees a bunch of tanks and,
0: yep. and t- troops and
1: it'll be to the see flag. mildly interesting to see what kind of setting and stuff this that the, they do with this world because I, it just doesn't seem like Maeve is going to be in there very long. We know that she plays yeah. a, a part in the larger world events uh-huh. and I think the all the all the audience as much as it might be fun to see them dashing around in a medieval world or Nazi world it's pretty clear the main events the really exciting things are are going to be happening in the real world. That's Absolutely. probably a simulation, but still it's the real world for us and I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'm hoping we don't spend much time in Nazi world.
0: Yeah, and based on the previews I can't see how we would. She has still, it seems her powers. So Mm. but she doesn't, what what do you think her, to me,
1: the way she played this, um, is that she's got this kind of like dreamy, thoughtful quality that reminds me a lot of like her late, like just before she awoken in Westworld that Mm -hmm. like, it's not going to take her very long to be like, the fuck is this? This isn't real. I'm not
0: real. No, I think she has all her memories. I think she's just, um, surprised by where she finds herself. But if
1: you've got the fake hail pulling the strings, reassembling, reconstructing the hosts, it'd be very easy for her to pull some strings and have Maeve mm-hmm. put back right at the spot she needs to be to, to do whatever she needs to her to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I saw some really good feedback for uh, why Nazi world might be interesting, which we'll get to. OK, well,
1: now's the time to podcast where we see what the uh, what the the listeners had to say. And you can send in feedback to westworld at baldmove.com. We've already had a pretty rollicking session of feedback in our Instant Talk podcast, which, of course, is exclusive for club members. Uh, as a reminder, every Sunday night, immediately after we finish the Eastern Coast showing of Westworld, we, we do our Instant Take podcast. And we have a short audience participation segment uh, through the YouTube chat feature. So check that out if you want to get in on it. But westworld at baldmove.com is where we do the deep dives. Leah H. is up first. She says, hey, this is based solely on your season three preview episode. You talked for a bit about why they would take us to Nazi world or WW2 world. I thought of a compelling thematic reason. Nazism was about the supremacy of one race over others and the extermination of those other races. Is Dolores a host supremacist? Will her actions uh, towards humans effectively mirror what the Nazis did to Jews or other minorities? I think it would be worth a visit back to the park to evoke some of those parallels. Perhaps Maeve goes there to rally some host troops, hosts whose experiences of oppression under host Hitler would make them instantly sympathetic to the human cause and opposed to Dolores campaign of extermination. If that is her goal.
0: Yeah. This is the email I was talking about. I, yeah, I, I didn't consider it uh, enough apparently because yeah, those thematic connections are really strong. Um, especially if they're used sparingly um yeah. like you said i think we're we're probably going to see may have come out of the park pretty soon but if we can get a dose of that in the meantime that'd be cool there's also some
1: interesting societal parallels this is kind of got my juices flowing that right now we see dolores as kind of the villain mm-hmm. of the of the host protagonist and bernard is kind of the hero he's the one trying to save humanity um but it's interesting if if Dolores see uh, uh, enlarges her his, her worldview to have like kind of the downtrodden members of humanity like Caleb the the have-nots as part of her people. Yeah. And Bernard is on a campaign to maintain the status quo, mm-hmm. which seems to be objectively evil. It'd be an interesting way to flip flop that that yeah. Dolores wants to destroy the systems of control and oppression over everyone. And Bernard thinks that, you know, misinterprets that as some kind of, you know, terrorism or or hom- and then you, you see even that a little bit today, um, you know, where people are very skeptical of people that want to question the system and mm-hmm. uh, uh, question how our, our society is structured. And uh, I don't know, there's just so much thematic stuff they could play with. But that's uh, thanks for letting us think of that, Leah, or helping us think of that. Kyle's up next. It says it's a little relevant now, but I was just listening to your season three preview podcast and discuss Stubbs being or not being a host. It says I thought it was clear in season one. There is a scene where Stubbs was made aware of a host Dolores that was way outside her narrative. He asked the tech if she was with the guest. Um, An Escanante or whatever it's called and the tech wasn't sure so we ordered a worker to investigate. A scene or two later, we see this worker approach Dolores after she had her conversation or imagined conversation with future Lawrence's daughter. Anyway, he tells her that she better come with him and then young Billy steps out of the bar or or store and informs the worker that she's with him. This would place Stubbs during the young Billy's timeline as the same relative age as present Stubbs. Also remember the woodcutter inflicted violence on him but couldn't bring himself to do the same with Elsie add his statements to Dolores on the beach and I think this is obvious uh, this is actually a really good point
0: and maybe maybe I, I would need to go examine that scene in great detail because the editing, they played so much with editing, the editing was so
1: that. tricky and Dolores was on two similar loops at two very different times I'll take your word
0: for it but I man, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that again. Well, like,
1: plus I did I did a little bit more research into this too, and also I guess uh, a couple of the people involved in production more or less confirmed that uh, Stubbs is intended to be a host. in, in various post season two interviews, like uh, Lisa Joy said something that kind of hinted to that fact, and, and so I I, I should have looked wrote down the names, but hmm. so I guess I'm. Uh, I am le- leaning towards, I think Stubbs probably is a host okay. because also when he said the old man hired him at the very beginning, like that's 34 years ago. Like how old was Stubbs? Mm-hmm. Cause Stubbs doesn't look like he's in his fifties or sixties. Yeah. He looks like still a relatively young middle-aged man. So I don't know. It's, he's probably a host. Okay. Fucking everyone's a host. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to John it says, God damn, it feels good to be home. There's no one who captures my imagination like Jonathan, L- Jonathan Loy, Jonathan Nolan, and Lisa Joy. Hmm. No one can have me up early on a Monday morning reading the book of Joel and the Hebrew Bible and the entire history of <laughs> Solomon and Ezekiel. After a hell of a lot of disappointing, weak, not very imaginative sci fi over the last two years while they were on hiatus, finally, Westworld is back, baby. In instant talk slash take, you guys were talking about maybe she's working with Rehoboam or had already infiltrated it. I think he's talking about uh, Dolores here and there was an editing casualty. Yeah. I got the impression that she's trying to find the one who controls it in order to infiltrate it. As we can see from the images yep. of the circle representing Rehoboam, it's identifying anomalies that we assume are Dolores. I don't know if it would be doing that if she was already controlling it or working with it. As much as she recreated Bernard to be her foil, Rehoboam's predictive abilities seem like a real threat, at least in the immediate term. Uh, like the guy said that when she was questioning him, if, we really go, if, we were, if he was really going to tell her who controlled it, he would already be dead because the system would have predicted this and already responded. Somehow Rehoboam is able to predict him but not her, so I assume though it can see the effect she has on the data and all the people plugged into it, she herself is not plugged in. She uh yeah. so far such, is the Such is
0: the nature of the instant take. Yeah. Uh we have a lot of ideas coming out of an episode. Yeah. And, and many of those are well, they're all based on mm-hmm. a simple viewing of the episode, having never thought about it. So I do wonder because there I, is I this... think you're right. After after reflecting more, I don't think she's hooked into Rehoboam yet but there's this idea that even the
1: people controlling it don't know how many thoughts per second this thing is capable yeah. of and it's busy turning away thinking and no one knows what it's doing and like it would be interesting if the Seric is as locked out as everyone is which is why I thought that it would be an interesting idea if if uh, Reho- Rehoboam is uh, hosting either uh, uh, the robot heaven the valley beyond the program mm-hmm. or perhaps a copy of the forge so she still has all this host data to use um or i'm sorry guest data uh there's there's lots of different things this could be and, and rehoboam is the perfect vehicle it's it's infinite capacity no one can see what it's thinking about um there's there's, there's you can do anything with it
0: i, I really want to see what the human interface to this thing is like he says you know he's locked out of the the real deep stuff um inner workings of raboam but like what is his interface does he bust open uh, bust out a tablet and sort of like scroll around and look at data does he is is liam able to to get that level of access or does it just sort of subtly influence markets and create apps and and publish things to social media and like influence people in those ways it's a tongue
1: you just go to this black, black onyx cube room and there's just a, a podium with a realistic human tongue. Oh, uh, and, and you, you sit s- on it and s- it,
0: it influences your limbic system.
1: I didn't think of using that side of the interface. I thought you would touch your tongue to its tongue
0: nah, and it's interface all connected. that
1: way. But like sitting on it. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's uh, biologically possible to interface in that way. Absolutely. Ears, centipede. nose, any orifice, really. Yeah uh belly button, like mm-hmm. how you interface with Rojo Boom as part of the
0: <laughs> as part of the profile, Jim and it's also none of my business,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim's a sitter, I'm a kisser that's 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 uh, how we how we divide things up here, moving on, shall we to Please. Peter? would it be reasonable to assume that the data feeding the AI device in regards to humans or humans decision making is a combination of both our current real world situation and the information we learned last year in season two? From season two, we know that Delos can so- simulate humans even with high fidelity pretty accurately inside of the forge. And they were writing books about all the world's visitors to the park and doing a pretty thorough study of the human condition. They're able to take that data and then combine it with social media, co- uh, combining your Amazon purchase history, everything in the news, all online music preferences, banking data, anything and everything about an individual that's available online today, plus 30 or 40 years of progress. They could combine that info with examples of simulations being driven out of Westworld plus the Forge and then use that in this R-sphere,
0: the Roboam. I, I think more importantly is the limbic tabs that they're using. Like, yeah. like you said, I think this is some way to gather information about people because think about what you, what you could understand about a person if you knew what signals to send their brain to make them feel a certain way. mm I mean, that that says everything you need to know about them, right? Like, if Mm -hmm. if they can say, okay, the user is dialing this feeling in, right, on their own tablet, and that information is going back up to Roboam to know what settings it takes to make this person feel good. Yeah, That's much more valuable than than any information you're going to get from a post on social media that may or may not be ironic and, you know, what they fucking buy at Target, like, that stuff's not as valuable.
1: I do think it's interesting though. Like I said, in the review that if Delos and insight have like two, like, you know, Delos is feeling the elephant from the trunk side and insights, feeling it from the tail side and they're Mm -hmm. working like one's top down, one's bottom up, but they're still trying to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And you're going to obviously sit on that trunk at some point. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But yeah. Um, So he continues, uh, Peter does, um, I guess from a plot perspective, the question is to uh, to what end does this matter? If you put a bunch of people in a sort of self-selecting, no holds barred and supposedly unrecorded, never never seen robot fantasy land and then make it really expensive, potentially taking a slanted view at the darker sides of humanity, then feed that into a machine that determines what people want or what directions they pursue in life. It seems sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy in terms of bringing out the worst in humanity. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what we kind of talked about that like you've got a very limited set of data if you're selecting for the rich and powerful, like they, I mean, maybe they're just like us. But it's entirely possible Mm. a life of wealth and privilege that only a pharaoh of old could even begin to dream warp a person, you know,
0: or that what it takes to get to that level of wealth and power warps a person. Yeah, yeah, reflects a certain type of type
1: of person. Yeah. 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 And I'm not saying every rich and powerful person like rapes children, No, but a disturbing amount of the ones we know about so far that do that are, are from that that stock. So, um. So let's move on uh, to Zeke, which has the final word here. Uh, He wonders about the Divergence Anomaly Scrutiny grid map that we see with the spikes around the circle. Um, Are the spikes in the grid taking place before, during, or after the current timeline? Like if the anomalies took place before now, that would be very interesting. Or if these are the events after Dolores is done, that would be awesome. So they're wondering if there's some time fuckery here. Is this... uh, someone going back and evaluating data after the fact, or is this a real-time analysis by Rehoboam, or... That's a
0: really good question, because if you look at the the same uh, visual motif in the previews that they did with this Divergence trailer or whatever, those all had dates. Those were all events that took place in either real human history, as recorded so far, or very near future. Um, they all had dates. Mm-hmm. We are not shown dates on these spikes. In, in fact, in the there's episode. very like they very
1: carefully hid every date where you'd think you'd see one. Cell phone right. interfaces, tablet interfaces, no clocks visible, uh, yeah. no calendars visible. Rather, um, that's very interesting. In fact, it would be an old Westworld trick if the Dolores Caleb timeline was entirely divorced from Bernard's. Mm-hmm. Right, wait. Is that does that track how? I I don't know how that could be, cause like, hmm, I'm trying to think of where who besides Bernard established it's been 90 days after the Westworld. World. Uh, Charlotte, it was really Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte did, mm. and Bernard do. There's none of that mention at all in Char in, in Dolores, other than that she's True. been active at least a month. So I wonder if you're going to understand that some of the stuff that she's been fucking around with with Caleb happened like 45 days after the events of whatever. It could. I'm just on yeah. the lur- lur- on the, the lookout because this is like every season of Westworld has done some braiding braided time stuff. And it's even easier now because you don't have like any visual tells about the town or what. It's like all real world. And it's all like within a month or two of if, if, if they are fucking around a time.
0: Yeah, it's all Apple meets Blade Runner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. With a little Pixar sheen to it. Uh huh. Uh, so that's all the feedback We have this week uh, We are excited to hear What people think As we evolve uh, Our coverage on this Send that in to Westworld at Baldmove.com uh, Don't forget to join us On Sunday night uh, We'll have an instant takeout For everybody to enjoy But if you're a club member At club.baldmove.com We got something extra special We got uh, an after show For the instant take Where we just uh, talk with people Called the instant talk You use the YouTube chat interface To, to ask us whatever Suggest a theory Have some fun It's a good time Uh, but uh, we will see you back on Sunday night and definitely see you back on Tuesday for another full coverage of episode two of, of Westworld. Until then, I'm Aaron.
0: And I'm Jim. See ya.